Welcome, newcomers. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. You, Kruger, my son tells me your company stinks. Oh, God. Quiet, we'll get yours in a minute. Kruger, you couldn't smooth a silk sheet if you had a hot date with a babe. I lost my train of thought. You know, I hate to break the bad news to you, but I don't have a dad joke this week like I have the last two weeks. But however, I was reading a story earlier today. And you know what that story was, Raymond? What story was that? Two peanuts were walking down the street. One was assaulted. What, nothing? I get nothing for that? So so this is where the podcast is going, Kevin. We're a year over a year <laughs> in, and this is where we're heading. Uh, yeah, just a couple dad jokes, you know. End the year. Uh. <laughs> just going to let the silence set in for a minute here, Kevin. <laughs> Can't do that. They didn't tune in for silence. So this is our Christmas so episode. how you doing, bud? This is good. This yes, is this is our episode. Christmas episode. We're recording it, posting our it on Christmas. Festivus episode, technically. Well, we're posting it on Christmas. Today we're recording is Festivus. Yes. But I've never watched Seinfeld, so that clip in the beginning was completely lost to me. So When uh, I think I texted you putting together a list of ten episodes for when we do our Seinfeld episode, and that'll be one of them. Okay. And Because uh, we got to do the Seinfeld throwback. Yeah. Uh, be honest with you, had a busy week. We recorded late last week, so we're only five days in between podcasts. We haven't had a lot of time to watch stuff and pretty much put a podcast together. And going into Christmas, there's always a slow news week. And going into the week before, week between Christmas and New Year's is going to be even slower next week. So I'm not sure how these next two weeks are going to play out as far as the well, length of the podcast. I mean, James Gooden could keep tweeting and give us plenty of stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we're and we're we'll talk about it a little bit, but we're we're in January going to get a list of shit that's going to happen in DC. But between now and then, I'm not sure what we're going to get, but anything could happen. But we got a little bit of news, got a little bit of things that we've watched. So let's uh, start off with what we watched. Um, first thing, we watched a movie that came out today on Netflix. Came out a month ago in the movie theater for a week. Um, you watched it in the theater, Glass Onion, Knives Out sequel. Yes. I watched it on Netflix. It came out today on on Friday as we record. Um, quick reactions to the movie. I liked it. Not as much as the first one. Um, we'll get into the details at the end, of course, but with spoilers. But, uh, yeah, it's good. Um, not at, Definitely not as good as the first one. As far as acting, as far as the mystery of it all, 
Um, yeah, we'll get into the details at the end. Uh, did you want to say anything? I know you've already talked about it a little bit since you've seen it a month ago, but... Um, I agree with you for the most part. Um, that's how I felt walking out of the theater, is that I really enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was as strong as the first one. It wasn't strong. In many no. regards. I didn't think it was that strong. Um, but there, there are a few good parts of it I wrote down, um, and we will talk about it. Some things were improved. Some things were improved over the first movie, and then, but the whole mystery part was not an improvement over nope. it. Nope. It was, it was, it was very simple, very simple story where Knives Out was a very original story. This is a very simple story that was, that was kind of ripped off by Agatha Christie. We'll talk about it at the end. Um, so yeah. I uh, wanted to bring up one quick Fat Fucks segment. Because I'm fat, fat, I'm fat. Come on. Before the podcast, I tried to find a breaking news sounder. I couldn't find one, so we're just going to do our own breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> um, did that was you terrible. see? Well, <laughs> that's that's just that's just a uh, just to get us get us over until I could find one. But <laughs> did you happen to see the article today that came out about Newington? The new. Oh food? yes, I did. There's going to be a Chick Fil A coming to Newington, New Hampshire. Into where the yes, old sir. TGI Fridays used to be. Oh yeah, it, it was a Japanese place. Yes, Japanese place was turned into, and now it's going to be a it's going to be a Chick Fil A. First one in around here. I think the closest one is maybe forty five minutes away. Um, yep, yeah. Mass. Yeah, Mass. Uh, I think there's there's a bunch of them in in Maine too, up north. But yeah, breaking news. <laughs> this is breaking yeah. news or Star Wars. It's it's breaking it's breaking news with lasers. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to bring that up Sounds for people good. that the people that live lo- local. It's kind of cool. Um, Chick Fil A is good. Went to, I went to one a few years ago in uh, Mass, like you said. So. Did you uh, uh, did you get their nuggets or did you just get a sandwich? I, I think I got both. I did like the nuggets a lot. Okay. Of course, the Chick Fil A sauce yeah. which you can buy at Walmart. I, I tried that; it's really good. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I can't wait for that. Just what we need, another fast food restaurant that I can go to weekly. <laughs> so <laughs> so let's, uh, let's talk about what we watched this week. Not a lot, like I mentioned. We did watch a couple of movies. We watched a couple of things, getting into the holiday spirit, if you want to say. Um, <laughs> I did watch, they posted on HBO Max, I think it was on BT Plus a while back, but they posted the Martin TV show, The Reunion, on HBO Max this week. Um, it was a reunion of all the That cast- show isn't streaming anywhere, is it? Uh, I think it may be on HBO Max. I'm pretty sure. Uh, double check it. Oh, but, really? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I have it all. I think I have every season on DVD. But um, yeah, good show in the '90s. Martin, of course, Martin Lawrence during his boom in stand up, and then he got the TV show and became a household name. And then he be- and then he did the Bad Boy movie and all that other stuff. So he he became a household name that yep. way as well. But uh, they they did a reunion after 25 years. Came back. Uh, except for the tall actor, I can't remember his name, but he passed away a little while ago. But everybody was there. Um, it's a good reunion. Lots of what you would expect from a reunion. Lots of highlights. Lot of, lots of interaction with the actors, talking and reminiscing about uh, what happened on the show in the '90s. Um, worth watching if you liked Martin. Uh, 
hunt down that show. It's a good show. Um, I watched it recently, probably in the last ten or twelve years. I went through the whole entire series. So, um, I've never seen a single episode of Martin. Holy God, it's so good. I mean, Biggie was on there. Tupac was. I think Tupac was on there. He may have not been. I can't remember. I know Biggie definitely was. Um, but it had, it had a lot of hip hop uh, influence references and everything, and uh, and especially '90s hip hop culture, which I love. I know. I know you love too. Um, it's worth watching. Worth worth uh, if you've never seen um, it. Getting into the nostalgia of it all. I haven't. It is on HBO Max. I just looked it up. Cool. Yeah. So it's on HBO Max. So Go ahead. Watch I it. I think I might start watching it. It's very easy, half-hour sitcom without, yeah. without commercials, I mean, 22 minutes, 23 minutes. So It's basically similar to the Fresh Prince, just yep. different. Um, yeah, it's very different. I, Loves. I I think I probably I probably have seen like one or two episodes, but it was never my jam, and I was so young I didn't know when it was on or whatever. It would just be on when it was on. Oh, it was my so. jam. That was my jam. That and Fresh Prince, all that. So <laughs> I, was, I was a TV kid. Yeah, I loved I Fresh Prince. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I watched. Did you want to watch? Did you watch anything else before we get into our movies that we watched? No, nothing. No, nothing that pertains to the podcast. No. Okay. Um, I watched as far as Christmas stuff. I watched a few specials. Um, Garfield special, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite Christmas ones of all time. Um, and I watched uh, The Grinch, the original mm-hmm. classic. Oh yeah, I get it. Uh, you gotta but do that. I, I want to watch Rudolph. I want to watch Rudolph. I'd love to see Frosty. I don't know when they're on and what streaming services have them, so I'll have to look into that. Have you had your yearly viewing of Home Alone yet? Uh, we do that Christmas night now that I have the nieces and nephews that come up to the house. Yeah, okay. I, I have off Christmas. So we do that Christmas. I have off the day after Christmas, so I'm going to be watching a whole bunch of stuff Christmas Day. In the day after Christmas. I'm probably going to watch Home Alone. Perfect. I've already watched Elf. Um, Home Alone. I'd like to watch um, the one with Seth Rogen. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, the Night Before. That's what it was. Ah. Uh, uh, I'd like to watch that. I was going to say Pineapple Express. No, that's not a Christmas movie, Kevin. <laughs> and, and of course... Uh, it could be. And of course, if you listen to this podcast, you have to watch Die Hard on Christmas Eve. It's mandatory. Yes, we're doing a, a double feature, me and my brother-in-law doing that, and Violent Night tomorrow night. Awesome. Yeah, Violent Night, they're definitely in the rotation now. So um, I su- we suggest both of those. Definitely de- definitely Die Hard if you don't watch Violent Night. De- die Hard is a mandatory Christmas Eve movie. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty much all we watched, except we did want to do one last Lost Christmas movie that we've been hinting to for a couple months now. <sighs> Kevin, you love horror movies. This should have been right I up love, your alley. I, I love horror movies, and I love bad horror movies. And so what is this? What is was this? a giant piece of shit. <laughs> what does this uh, entail? If, if, if you love bad horror movies, this might, must be like number one for you. Well, we'll talk about it when we uh, review Human Centipede 3. Oh, God. I haven't even seen the you first two. fuck. I need to know the... Doesn't matter. <laughs> I need to know, <laughs> know what's the standard. Oh, going back, going back to uh, to Seinfeld, which you've never seen. There's an episode where Jerry comes in and George is sitting on his couch, watching Home Alone, and he goes, "That just seen that one." And he goes, "Nah, I saw Home Alone too." And I was lost and confused because I never saw the first one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we watched. <laughs> We watched The Killing Tree. came out this year. 
It's a British. It's a British production with a British British cast. Um, it's about a Christmas tree who gets <sighs> resurrected from a killer, a serial killer from a year past, who gets re- resurrected into a artificial Christmas tree. And goes on a murderous rampage and grows legs for uh, and, and and tree trunks for legs and walks around and jumps around and the, it's fucking terrible. The CGI is terrible. The special effects are terrible. I don't know what the budget was. I didn't. I didn't have time to look up anything about this movie other than watching it. So let's get into. If it, it was more than the cost of an iPhone, I would be surprised. Yeah, it looks like it was filmed on an iPhone. It looks. It looks horrible. The actors they couldn't have paid them more than shillings because there's nothing not a no single one has talent. an IAB credit yeah. no like all you have to do is sign up for IMDB premium which is like fucking 10 bucks a year and you can create your own little profile on that site I'm pretty sure if we just showed up in an alley somewhere we probably would have been cast in this movie I don't think there was much oh yeah it's, well, it's <laughs> like it's like the terrifier honestly except I like the terrifier yeah and this movie was fucking god but the killer is looking. This movie. The killer is looking for revenge. After being caught killing this lead girl's family a year earlier, his crime partner, this woman, resurrected him into a Christmas tree using an artificial tree to seek revenge for this girl who got him arrested and got him ended up getting killed with a death penalty. Um, his partner pours his ashes into a satanic ritual onto this decorated artificial Christmas tree. And when he awakens as this tree, he ends up killing his crime partner accidentally when he finds out that she brought him back as a fucking tree. And that's the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> there, uh, and what a long five minutes that was. That felt like 20 hours. But there's, like you mentioned, the cast, if you want to call it that, film school rejects. All It's an ensemble. It's just something, but it's not an ensemble. It's not. It's not, it's not anything. I don't know what the fuck it is. But there's this. There's this girl, the lead girl, whose family got killed the year before. There's these two lesbian, the lesbian couples. There's this hooker that likes to fuck with old guys over the phone, like like a Tinder app or some bullshit. And then there's they're having this party in this house where her parents got murdered a year ago during Christmas. Go figure. Um, it, the story is confusing as fuck. You're not going into this movie for the story. You're going into it hoping that you see some tree on tree murdering action, which was horrible. To it's begin like a with. porno. Yeah, don't go in for the story. Some of the thing, like the tree is stupid. The tree, the, it's a guy dressed in a tree. The guy put a yeah, it's it's a tree fucking outfit. Fucking terrible. And it looks horrible. At one point, he's reading a fucking map to try to find this house on a map. Um, he said he loses the said map. And he ends up falling down on the ground, and, and and he ends up killing this passerby who thinks he's an abandoned tree in the middle of the road on Christmas. Makes no fucking sense. All of these girls are friends. They have no they have no chemistry together. They they like I said, they just came out of a casting couch somewhere. Um, Forty minutes in, the tree only has three minutes of screen time. Then it all of a sudden turns around. Um, he 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 ends up ta- attacking one of the girls at the pool. And he, ends, and he doesn't kill him by any other way than just ripping him in half. He rips him in half. A couple of people. Um, and the effects were horrible. Like, the worst effects I've ever seen in a 2022 movie. Even if you had a computer like we have, uh, uh, the low totem pole computer, you could do better effects than this. Um, 
he murks he ends up murdering the whole entire party as they're leaving. Um and there's a, a whole bunch of girls that are still left in the house and he murks them one by one. Um and he's hanging bitches by Christmas lights. The tree starts playing Silent Night on the piano. And yeah, like the like the poster in the trailer show, the tree ends up wielding a knife, chases the girl around the house, can't fit through the doorways. And uh yeah. The dialogue at the end is ripped right off of The Dark Knight Rises, almost word for word, Bane's born in the darkness line. Um, and the ending... Yeah, fucking terrible. The ending is where this movie took a turn, a bad turn. The parents, the girl's parents, end up coming back as a good tree. And they have a all-in-all all fight that you would only see in a 1990s Power Rangers episode on a tree-on-tree battle royal in the middle of a forest with a good tree and a bad tree oh my god and then when that tree when that tree the good tree showed up i literally just said out loud what the fuck what the fuck this is definitely a what the fuck movie and that's basically why we picked it but um no you picked it, it. i i did not pick it well we'll tell you why we picked it at the end but you. at the end at the end, you find out that it's a fever dream. None of it was real. The girl was daydreaming the whole entire time. They find her lost in the woods, and they're asking her, What's going on? Why are you out here all by yourself? She dreamed the whole thing. The movie was a fucking mess. Fuck this movie. We picked it because we've only done we haven't done one grimace this year, and we wanted a grimace, so here you go. Number the first the first and only grimace of twenty twenty two. The kid. For you, it's a grimace. <laughs> you know what it is for me? I have no idea what. It's like five grimaces. Wow. Fuck this movie. Could, I didn't know we could do that, but I guess we can. We're going yeah. reverse. We're going reverse here. It's five grimaces. Wow. Instead of five pineapples, it's five grimaces. Wow. Yeah, it makes sense. It yeah. is, it's, it's the worst movie maybe, I've ever seen. Maybe that's how we should. Maybe that's how we should rate the bad ones is on a scale of grimace. Yeah, we haven't we haven't given out too many grimaces. <laughs> I think uh, the whole no. Hogan movie last year Chris, we did. Yeah, did we? Probably, <sighs> probably. I think Chris gave out the first grimace. The, he gave the grimace to the Matrix, the Matrix uh, Revolutions or whatever yeah. that was last year that came out. Um, but yeah, this movie was god awful, horrible. Do not watch it. Five grimaces is a perfect score. I'm changing mine to five grimaces because it's perfect. <laughs> Fucking copycat. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it is. I didn't know we, I didn't know it we could do It only makes sense. I didn't know we could do Oh, five. we can. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It Why not? It. <laughs> so, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's horrible. God, Don't watch it. it. Do not watch that movie. Stay far away. And and I and I bought this movie. For the podcast, for what I do for this yeah, podcast. Yeah, how much did you? How much did you pay? By the way, it was free on Tubi. But how much did you pay for this movie? Well, that's good to know. Now I think it's fourteen ninety nine. You it's... son of a bitch! <laughs> they should pay you. I know. Well, after that's why video... when I I asked you, I'm like, how are you watching it? Because I looked it up and I'm like, oh, it's on Tubi. And you were like, oh no, I have it on our shared account. And I was like, oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. Was it a bit of a stumble, Kevin? I think Maybe. You, I thought you paid like five bucks. I thought you paid like five bucks. And then it's like, eh, whatever. But you paid fourteen ninety nine for this giant piece of Christmas shit. Oh, God. 
Now I know why the Jewish people don't Christmas. Wow. Hello, Kanye. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Kanye's been on the mind. Oh. Fucking weirdo, that guy. Yeah, this, uh, this movie is trash. Do not watch it. Recommend that you do not watch this movie. And if you find a copy, delete it or toss it in the trash can. It's it's bad. Yes. It's it's like uh, if you own a comic collection and you come across the fact you own Gone Girls, I think it's called, which is like uh, uh, Alan Moore's perverse version of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. And other... And it's like one of those comics that's literally about like Alice in Wonderland, like having like lesbian relations with other people that that ilk and uh you you see that you have it and comic shops don't even want you to bring it in to sell it to them yeah it's it's that yeah yeah don't watch this movie so that's our lost movie for the week oh i'm gonna regret that anyway with uh human centipede but it was worth it. Uh, don't worry, Ray. I'm not actually going to put you through that. Uh, if anything, we'll watch the first one. If anything. Because okay. that yeah. one's not great, but it's still a movie. Right. And that was the one that gets you... Third one is... Third one is... Uh, yeah, you told me about the concept. Third one is just one of the worst things. I would never put somebody I care about through that. Well, at least I, at least I know you care, Kevin. <laughs> let's get into, <laughs> let's get into news. It's not a new segment without the trailer roundup. God damn! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this only started happening after I mentioned that you should join them in a one sound clip, right? Like it's since not... I said that, that's when that started happening. <laughs> Kevin, it's not happening. I'm telling you. <laughs> But there was only one. There was only one trailer that was released this week. It was a trailer for that '90s show. Um, it was a full trailer. Showed the original cast for the show that are coming back. Uh, comes back in January on Netflix. Um, but the original cast, except for Hyde, is coming back because he's a rapist and a Scientologist. But um, everybody, everybody from the original cast is back. <laughs> Not that those two were like you know exclusive or anything. Well, Scientology Not all scientists, hit it. are rapists, and yeah. Well, Scientology hit it so. I uh, I don't know who to blame. Yeah. That. But, oh, uh, they they hit it. Oh yeah, they they yeah they they hit it from and tried to block it from ever going to court and all that stuff. Ah, um, Sci- I Scientology, just thought he was canceled. We love Scientology. Don't yeah. come after us. We're we're a mild manner podcast from we? New Hampshire. Do we? Oh, we 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 love all religions. Even <laughs> the, even where the, where's Bill Burr's Scientology uh, bit on this right now? <laughs> but yes. That that trailer looks like shit, by the way. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Hey, I, the... Oh, I'm watching it. I'm watching every episode we're going to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. trailer looks like shit. And you know that those stars from the original are in it for maybe 15 minutes for the entire yeah. 10 hours you're going to yeah. watch. It's going to be all the kid. It's going to be all new generation. Yep. Um, basically, I did re-hashing. like how the daughter's named Leia. Yeah, makes sense. Because there was a big Star Wars episode in that 70s show. Very very first season, uh, right when episode one came out in the theaters, I believe it was right. It was either that or I can't remember what it was, but there was a Star Wars episode the same week. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, it was it was during the the premiere of A New Hope on uh, on that yep. '70s show, and they all went and they all 
we all went crazy over it, but um, classic episode. But yeah, that was the only trailer. Uh, there was a couple of trailers the week before that we forgot to mention that aired during um, the dur- during the movies when we went um, to see Avatar. We forgot to mention the Barbie trailer and how it was a complete ripoff of. Uh, I thought I thought we did mention it. I don't think we did because there was another trailer that we didn't mention either, and I can't remember what the hell it was. Um, I can't remember what the hell it was, but maybe I'll Barbie trailer was it. very Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that's what it was—a ripoff of Planet of the Apes and uh, um, uh, uh, Thousand One Space Odyssey. But uh, if uh, if we had seen Avatar in IMAX, we would have seen the Oppenheimer trailer. Which you did not put in the trailer roundup. I didn't know. I forgot. Yeah, uh, Oppenheimer but trailer. The Oppenheimer came out. trailer came out. Yep. Did we talk? Did we talk and, about uh, it last week? Good. No, we talked. We talked about the uh, poster last week. We didn't talk about the trailer. That's right. Right. Yeah. I've I've had a I've had a trailer I've just had came a, out. I've had a busy week this week, so oh, yeah. the notes are all over the yeah. place. But, um, but yeah, the Oppenheimer trailer did come out. Didn't give too much information. Showed uh showed the main cast of the movie. Showed uh yep. showed basically the story plot of it about this nuclear y- design. You know what the plot is, Ray? You know what the plot is? Kaboom! Things is what go the plot boom. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Things go boom. Yeah. But it's it's uh, Christopher Nolan. Can't go wrong yet, so we'll see. Um, so yeah, let's get into the news. Um, there's a rumor that, I think you mentioned it last week, that Avatar 3, a current cut of the movie, clocks in at, at 9 hours. Yes. Well, the, what I heard is um, the the very first cut he showed to people of Avatar 2 were 9 hours. Fuck me. And right now, right now his current cut of that of the third one is also nine hours because they've only filmed 85 percent of it so it'll probably be like an 11 or 12 hour cut Jesus. um when he shows it to people that's why just a guess um why didn't he turn it yeah. into a why didn't he turn it into a tv show i don't know he has all, he has all the footage i think there. i think because avatar 2 was finished filming everything was done in 2015 he was waiting for a weekend in December where he could release it and have no competition, which is why at first it was up against Last Jedi and he pulled it. There has since been like Aquaman was coming out one year, it was up against that and they pulled it also. Um, so I think that's why it took so long and he wanted the uh, the kids not to age out of their roles like in Stranger Things, yeah. which is why they ended up filming Avatar 3 starting in 2017. Right, right. Ah. Uh... Yeah, Avatar. I wasn't a big fan. Um, I still. The thing is, it left off with a big, huge cliffhanger to the point where I'm interested to see the sequels, but uh, it's not my priority. The one thing, the one thing I couldn't understand from your review is how you gave you gave Avatar one a four, but this movie literally did everything better than Avatar one did. So I, I'm trying to figure out where it had a relatively the same story. Um, I like Lies, but everything else, effects, action, everything else is better. I can't understand how you gave Avatar 1 a 4 and Avatar 2, 2 and a half. I think because Avatar 1 felt like a complete story and this didn't. And it, it hurt. Maybe. And also, I liked, I, liked the continue, I liked the continued story of 1. 2 just felt like it was all over the place and there was a big gap in the middle of it that was just took me out of the movie. Having an hour and a half in the movie where they're just swimming around with turtles is weird. But to me, everything 
that built up thing that pays off in the final act of the movie where I thought the same as you. Um, but at the, when I was watching, I felt the same as you, but if you think about it, like you have to like, especially like the whale storyline, um, they make you connect with the animal and then it pays off in the third act when that whale comes up and starts fighting back against all because he's been connected to the kid. Um, and if it wasn't, I mean, I know it was like slow or a slow burn, but if they didn't do that, then you would have no emotional connection at the end of the film. So I think it's, it's earned. The end of the movie is earned because of what you got in that slow burn of an hour and a half. Yeah. I'm not Cause like, that. I actually genuinely cared about this whale. Like that was a really dope thing they did and him to come back. Cause it's like. He attacked them and nobody believed it. And then, of course, when the guy loses his arm, same guy that caused the sh- the the whale to lose a fin, mm-hmm. that was fucking poetic. And I don't know. I don't know if you just weren't in the just sit for a three hour movie, but I just don't see how you can compare the two movies and think Avatar two didn't improve on everything Avatar one did. Similar to your question at the beginning of the podcast about did it continue in the way of T two and Aliens. I, I just personally like the first one a lot better, especially after seeing them so close together and comparing the two. First one was better for me. And the only whale movie I care about is Free Willy. Free Willy. I was going to say something about Free Willy last week, but I didn't. Because it's basically, um, it's basically yeah. a retelling of everything. 90s whale culture, whale, whaling... When we were in school, whale we were, culture. <laughs> when we were, whale culture. What the fuck is that? When we were in school, when we were in school in the nineties, they would push. They would push whales. They would push whale culture and whaling and trying to be environmentalists about saving the whales to the point where during the same exact time, Free Willy came out. The only whale movie that I care about. And this is just a rehashing of that. <laughs> well, I, but you're right, they did they did the whale watch and everything in, in like fifth grade. Yeah, it was a huge right about boom. That. It was a boom in the nineties. There's a whale culture in the nineties. That happened. There was. It did happen. It created three. And who was the kid who who was the kid in Wild Willie? Was it uh what's his name from Back to the Future too? No, it was in Lord of the Rings, not Wild Willie. <laughs> Sounds like a cowboy. Whatever. But uh, no, it was. I, I don't know. I don't know who the hell that is. Um, I don't think. I don't think okay. that kid's acted again since those movies. There's three of those movies, by the way. Okay. But, I was thinking there was what's his name from Lord of the Rings. No. Back no, to the Future Two. No. no. Uh, I also yeah. haven't seen the movie since I was in sixth grade. So. But yeah, there was a big. They were. They were. There was a lot of things in the '90s they were trying to push on us. I mean, with Dare stuff like that. Whale culture, whale survival of the whales was the big thing in the early nineties. You you do know Dare was anti drugs, not pro whale, right? You do you do know that Dare pretty much showed us how to do drugs and what every drug looked like on the market. Oh, trust me, I know. Yes, we know, Kevin. But yeah, let's <laughs> let's, mo- let's move on. I'm sick of talking about yes, whales. Yes, let's move on. And Avatar, continue. Uh, do you want to the next topic? Before they hired James Gunn, Warner Brothers reportedly begged Joker director Todd Phillips to take charge of the DC Studios. Um, he had just had success with the Joker movie. Um, 
And they're also worried about the fact that NBC Universal, another part of this article that I saw, NBC Universal's rumored acquisition of Warner Brothers Discovery could have a negative effect on the 10-year plan that James Gunn is doing now. I've heard the rumors of, <clears throat> of this before, um, and I know that there's a lot of shit that happened when they sold, got sold from AT&T or they split from AT&T, whatever the hell that, that, that happened, but... Um, I have a feeling, like I've mentioned before, all of these things are going to eventually combine into one, basically another cable system that you're going to have. It's going to have all the streaming apps on one, you're going to be paying $40 a month for it. It's just the way it's going to be. And this is going to be one of those things. Yeah, it's just just the new way of doing it. Instead of having the cable, now you're going to be paying for all-in-one that's going to have everything, and then you're going to have to pay something else for this, something else for that, a la carte, but... It's a mess. Plus, it's having to pay seventy bucks a month for internet. Yeah, and we're already paying more now for this than we were for cable. Even in if, like even three just years, basic cable. in three years, it's probably going to be cheaper just to have cable internet than just to have internet and streaming services. For right, I right mean, now, it's cheaper right now. You can get you can yeah. get basic. You can get you can get Sling TV. One of them for thirty five dollars. You can get basically all the channels, and if you had a antenna, you can get all the locals as well. And you can have a DVR on all that shit. It's all included. So yep. you basically have it for thirty five dollars, and that's cheaper than two or three of those combined of those streaming services right now. I mean, I think yep. I think Disney just went up to fourteen ninety nine from nine ninety nine. So every, everything's going up, and Netflix, of course, is twenty dollars. I think it's it's eleven ninety nine, right? Yeah, Disney's now eleven ninety nine. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's, it's six ninety nine for commercials. Right. right. Um, and that's okay. Still, what's your favorite? What's your favorite streaming service? Mine's still HBO. Mine is right now Disney Plus because I just love all the Star Wars and uh, and, and Marvel stuff that's coming out. I will say right now, if it wasn't for twenty dollars a month, Netflix is putting out some really good original stuff. With Sandman, even Knives Out, this is school when, exclusive movie that they just put out. Yep. Yeah, it, it's a lot of good stuff. Yep. They have they have the budget too because they have so many people watching. Um, but HBO Max, yep. for the most part, they have the HBO stuff. They have Game of Thrones, of course, and all yeah. the stuff that's included. And they've had some of the best TV shows of all time. Plus, yes. they have the DC animated stuff, which I've been watching a lot of. Um, I watch HBO Max <clears throat> every day. Yeah, every day I watch HBO Max. Um, Disney Plus is good for the Marvel side. Um, but a lot of the Marvel shows aren't that good. Um, but then you have Marvel like movies. the Mandalorian and, and the catalog movies. and you have the catalog, sorry, Spider-Man. Every, you have the catalog of every Disney movie, every Marvel, every star Wars, you have the catalog, which is what a lot of these streamers don't have. They have a, a yeah. lot of original stuff, but they don't have the, the, the extensive catalog that Disney has. And it's not mm-hmm. just that it's like Disney channel. It's everything. So it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, the other the other ones I really like I like Peacock I probably watch Peacock more just because I watch wrestling a lot for the podcast. Yep, I watch but, it for I use it for Psych. Yeah, and Psych's on there. And the Office is on there exclusive. Um, um, that seventy yeah. shows on there exclusive as well. So there there there's a lot of stuff right now, and I, I cancel Paramount, but Paramount has a lot of good stuff too. If you if you're into the old MTV, the 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 one that I'm going to talk about this right now because I, I want to get into it, but the one that I like on. the most is Discovery Plus, which we we know is going to merge with HBO Max at the end of the year, 2023. 
Um, but Discovery Plus has every Food Network, every HDTV, every DUI or DIY show, every Discovery show. I could watch ever Triple created. D all day, every yes. day. I could watch Triple D all day, every day. But the problem with that is, if you've been watching the news online about HBO Max, is they have to pay all these creators. And their HBO Max yep. is dropping everything. They're, they're because dropping, they don't want to pay royalties. They don't want to pay royalties. So I'm afraid when Discovery Plus actually merges over to HBO Max that they're going to take away a lot of those shows. Like, there's a show on there called um, Man Caves. I love that show. It's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. It was on DIY Network probably yep. 15 years ago. And something like that, Tony Saragusa has passed since then, but they have to pay the other guy. They have to pay the people that were on that show royalties. And they're not a show like that, I'm afraid will be dropped from the service and we'll never see it again. Yeah, it's like, well, they just dropped Westworld from HBO Max, right? Or they're going to soon. And the thing with that is all the actors were paid for the first season that's not going to be filmed, but they dropped it because they don't want to pay royalties to those actors. That's crazy. And the royalties aren't a ton, but they're trying to save money because they're trying to get back into net positive and not net negative, which they've been in because they've the company's been a mess since 2017. I don't pay for HBO Max. I get it free with my AT&T. And I think a lot of people yeah. do. And they don't have they don't have the open they don't have the open money roll coming in like Netflix that have a guaranteed money every month coming in. Deals like that are going to hurt streaming services where you get these services for free yeah. with other companies because you're they're getting a discount on that. They're not getting the full the full money that they would get from Disney Plus or or Netflix or ones that get directly money direct. Even Paramount. Paramount just did a deal with um, Walmart. Walmart Plus, so you can get Paramount Plus for free if you have that subscription a year. It's like ninety eight. Oh, nice. But yeah, it's, it's better than Amazon Prime. Amazon, Even though Amazon Am- Prime is as a, as a Amazon, shipping service is great. Their their app it. is just yeah. I mean, their app though is just not great. Although they do have shows like The Boys and Invincible, which you need to watch. Um, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, Amazon Amazon does have good stuff, but it's confusing as hell, and it's it's it has been for years. And the layout never, the layout of the app is trash. Yeah, finding stuff is 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 ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's our streaming talk this week. Um, it's we're gonna be a lot of news coming out in the next year, so stay tuned. Um, yeah, let's get into a little bit more news. Um, James Cameron says a new Terminator film is in discussion, but nothing has been decided. How do you feel about that? Terminator coming back probably won't have Arnold. Um, Arnold's in his well, 70s, almost 70s at least. Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 are both of my top 10 films of all time. Well, Terminator Easily. 2, Terminator 2 top- for me is... Yeah, I know. I'm I'm one of the rare ones that actually like. I like how they're completely different. Because um, you know a horror guy, Terminator One is more like a Jason Voorhees movie than an action movie because huh. he's like stalking her the entire time. Yeah, and I've always liked it just slightly better than T Two. T Two is one of the greatest action movies of all time, and like if I was to make a top ten right now, Terminator One would probably be fourth. Terminator Two would probably be like sixth. Or fifth. Um, I absolutely love those movies. Um, my ranking of them is descending order, so it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, but honestly, reboot the whole thing. If they're going to do another one, don't bring back 
him have like a nice three movie arc mm-hmm. that tells the story of John Connor and all gets into the war more. I was really excited when they were doing the Christian Bale one because I wanted to see that war. Oh, and I, actually, I really and, wanted to see that war. And I actually liked that movie too. I liked it a lot. Actually. Oh yeah, I, I I like all the movies, even the sixth one, which isn't great. In fact, it's I didn't like kind the of a I didn't like steaming pile of shit. I didn't like the but one that came I, out before the last Genesis. One. I didn't like, and that. that's because both had the same thought. When we left the theater. Is if you haven't started filming, or the other movie isn't in pre-production, then don't leave all these empty things that are right, going right, to lead right. to nothing. Yeah, um, we both kind of said that, and then like two months later, it was found out that they weren't going to continue that line of movies and Cameron came back and did T6. Um, but as a Terminator movie, it's whatever. It's fine. Um, I'll probably never have the urge to watch that or six again. Mm-hmm. But the first four at least are good. And the fourth one showed the future war. Third one, Edward for long was showing out on drugs that he couldn't reprise the role. And I think that hurt the movie a lot. Yeah. But I still enjoy it, especially that highway chase scene is incredible in the third one. Yep. And obviously the second one's one of the greatest action movies of all time. Mm-hmm. The extended cut is amazing. And the first one has Michael Bean in it. And I absolutely love that guy and everything he's ever done. So, uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yep. Yeah, Terminator, Terminator 2 is one of my favorites. So, um, mm-hmm. special effects at the time was amazing. Um, yeah, um, Ironheart. We talked about before, Sasha Baron Cohen is rumored to be Mephisto in that. Um, but he's also reportedly lined up another MCU project in Agatha House of Harkness. Um, which would make sense if uh, if they do do the covering of chaos with Agatha and the witches and where the witch power comes from. Be a good connection to that, so we'll see. I think Sasha Baron Cohen is a great choice for Mephisto. Um, if they're bringing in Mephisto, I wouldn't be surprised if a Ghost Rider movie comes along in the next five years. Um, because I hope so. Yep, and uh, having Mephisto in the MCU would be the beginnings of that, so we'll see. Um, Daredevil Born Again. Charlie Cox said that he's going to be shooting for 11, 11 months in 2023. Um, of course, they're doing, what, 18 yep. episodes, I think they said? So. Um, yeah. He's going to be shooting starting in February and ending in next December. So they're starting pretty soon. Um, we're going to be seeing some cast stuff come out probably the first couple of months of 2023. So we'll see. I want to see who they get for Foggy and Karen. Yeah. Um, I love I I love the cast of the Daredevil and Netflix. So hopefully they do it justice. I would love Karen to come back. I would love that actress. Because um, you know why she wanted the role, right? Did you ever mm. know that? No. Her husband is blind. Legally oh, no, blind, I didn't know that. and that's why she, that's why she and her agent wanted the role so much. Um, yeah, like you see her at the premieres, and he's got like the stick and stuff like that. So, well, she she get she just yeah. got out of right before that. She got out of uh, True Blood. She just did four or five, six. Yep. Ep- she uh, did True Blood for for five seasons. Yep, I think there were like six that. total, and she was in all of them. Yeah, yep. except for the first season. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, more MCU news. We've, we've mentioned it on the podcast. I saw this break this week. It's like, holy shit, we've been saying this. Or I have. We both have. Um, it's been teased that um, the Century will be coming into the MCU. Mentioned him before. He's kind of like a Superman-like character. 
But he creates an amnesia around his powers where people don't remember him. People don't remember the feats that he does. Um, it's kind of an interesting, weird weird way of his powers working. Huh. Um, but they're hinting to that he'll be in not only Thunderbolts as the main antagonist or the main threat, but also could be part of Captain America New World Order. Um yeah, I, there's so much. There's so much story there that can be it's, told uh, in those two movies. It, it's funny that this news comes out right after Henry Cavill to Superman. And I've hmm. said, and I've said the same exact thing. <sighs> keep, keep uh, Century Henry or Cavill. Captain Britain. <laughs> yes, he's got to be Century. He would be perfect. Dye his hair blonde. Go in there. It would be. It would be amazing to see them swipe him from after WB did him wrong. And yes. they just did. They did Assuming he hasn't already agreed to come back later and do right. something else as Bizarro or something else in DC, that'd be that'd be interesting too. But we'll see. Um, so we we've, we've talked about Indiana Jones. The new one comes out in June, July, something like that. Dial of Destiny. Um, Mutt Williams, who was Shia LaBeouf in the fourth movie, Crystal Skull. Um, he will not be in the sequel. They're going to have a new character that's going <laughs> to be God. God goddaughter. Or da- I, can't, I don't know who she is, but there's a new character that's going to be her, going to be his partner. Um, but Shia LaBeouf is not coming back. He's had a lot of legal trouble, a lot of stuff behind the scenes that's happening. He also talked shit about Spielberg. Yes, in the entire press of the movie. So yeah, yeah. But the director said that it will be revealed in the movie what happened to the Mutt character. If he's, they're, they're not saying what it is, of course, but during the movie you will find out that well, what, what the fate of his character will be. Um, so we'll see. Of course, the movie, if you've seen the trailer, shows Harrison Ford de-aged, so there's going to be a lot of flash flashbacks, going to be a lot of uh, lot of tomfoolery and fuckery that we'll end up seeing in the movie. It'll be his last run, probably one of his last movies he ever does, so we'll see. Yep. Of, course, of course, he's going to be Thunderbolt Ross in the MCU, so... We'll see. The dude's goddamn 80 years old. That's yep. insane. That's crazy. Harrison Ford is 80. Crazy. Fuck. Um, Ray Fisher has gone after James Gunn. Ray Fisher went Good after every... Guy. This guy. He's gone after every WB guy that was running during the whole entire shit that happened with the Snyder Cut. And he's pretty much playing the black card to everybody. And... Literal black card, however, however you want to call it, racism, you name it, it's everybody's fault. And uh, just because of the Snyder, everything that happened with with WB and the Snyder Group and all the stuff behind the scenes, can, and all the drama. Can I just say something real quick about Ray yeah. Fisher? Yeah, go ahead. Ray Ray Fisher, you're nobody. Like, I understand you went through some tough stuff on the Snyder or on the Justice League, we'll call it, when he came in to refill read things but i honestly think a lot of this is not just due to the treatment on set he had but also the fact that his role was cut significantly in the justice league movie um i feel like that's where a lot of his hatred stems from and i also think name name two ray fisher movies not justice league you can't and i also think that exactly i also think that it's him jumping on a bandwagon where he doesn't need to where he doesn't belong during the and those, every single Snyder first person is going to retweet or tweet at him or whatever. Yeah. Fuck, I fucking hate Twitter so goddamn much. It's I a platform designed to tear. It's a platform designed to tear people down. 
That's all it is. That's all it is. Like, if you don't like someone, okay, I'm going to look at your tweets from 10 fucking years ago. And, oh, now James Gunn's a pedophile. Because he said some fuck shit in 2009. Get the fuck out of here. So, Kevin, tell me how you really feel. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's true. Bill Burr had a bit about this. Bill Burr, I'm going to bring up constantly because he's my favorite comedian of all time. Or up there. And And it's like, you say something about... His joke is, you know, you say something to say about it all. It's like, well, fucking take a time and talk to me back then. Like, who cares? <sighs> this shit was so long ago. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay, go on. It's, yeah, Ray Fisher, of course, you kind of mentioned it in your rant that that he was accusing James Gunn of fake, fake grace um, for defending Joss Whedon's yeah. tweets. Or, 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 or a while back when everything was happening with he Joss liked, Whedon. He fucking liked a tweet from 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gives a shit? You he's, like a tweet. You're again, friends with the person that tweeted it. Who gives a shit? Again, he's a ban- he's a bandwagoner. He's trying he's trying to get sympathy from the his fans? Question mark if he has any. And um, I say this, I say all this as a person who's a fan of his character in the Zack Snyder's version of the Jazz League. Right. But right. seriously, who cares? I mean, yeah. Who cares on. about yeah. who cares about what happens to him? He's been in one movie that was mediocre, and he just got a. And I mean, he got shit on on the set of that movie from all things I've seen, and it sucks to be an actor to go through that. And they cut his part from being the hardened movie to being a side character. That I mean, they cut his entire story. Yeah, and that sucks. But you still got paid the same. Mm-hmm. And it sucks how you were treated. I get that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you can't blame James Gunn for what happened when someone else was running the company. If you're dating a girl and she was abused, should that person apologize to the girl because her previous boyfriend beat her? No. Like, it sucks that you went through that, but like, it's not his fault. Yeah. All right, go on. Yeah, Ray Fisher. You were, you were you were once cyborg. Now you are nothing. <laughs> and yeah, yeah I, I don't well, he is going to be in Zack Snyder's new movie for Netflix. So of course, of which course I'm really, is. really, I'm really looking forward to that movie. I mean, Zack Snyder's style with like a Star Wars style of movie should be really good. It should look incredible. It should have 33% of the movie be slow motion because he's a fucking visionary. Oh, it's going to be five It's gonna be five hours but, long. <laughs> We're seeing it in theaters, by the way. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. If it's five hours long in a theater, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> no, it'll be like two and a half hours. And fuck. if he can't make this movie in two and a half hours, then I'm going to say some negative things about Zack Snyder. And I love Zack Snyder. Um, so it broke this week, which we already kind of figured after Cavill was kicked out of the of WB, that uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, announced that Black Adam won't be part of the first chapter of James Gunn's DC-led universe. Um, but he mm-hmm. may return. He's he's kind of hinting that he could return, but I have a feeling that they're gonna if they're gonna do Black Adam again, it's gonna be a complete reboot. They're gonna recast him and Shazam. Yep. He's done. It was a failure. He's just trying to save face and make it look like it was not yeah. a failure. But it was a failure. Full. It, it pretty much, when Black Adam failed, 
It gave J- yep. James Gunn the leverage to reboot everything, and that's exactly what happened. And you know what? Uh, kudos to all parties involved. Everyone handled it, handled it like professionals. Um, yep. James Gunn. Wayne's response was very professional. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone handled it like professionals, which, honestly, I expect The Rock to do the way he uses social media to bump up his status. Um, yeah, that's basically what it was. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he did, an yeah. Insta- he did an Instagram post or a Twitter post, and James Gunn retweeted it, um, saying that he loved The Rock, and I'm always excited to see what he and Seven Bucks Productions do next. Can't wait to collaborate soon. Um, again... James Gunn is a is a nice guy. He's he's not a mean guy. Yeah. He he wants to do what's right for for geekdom, and he and I think he will. For he's the record, he's not it. he's not a pedophile. For all no. you people thinking he is it's on tweets he released in two thousand fucking nine. No, he's a, he's Fuck a nice he's right. a nice down to earth <laughs> he's a nice down to earth guy that everybody that he's been around at the point when that stuff came out with all those yeah. all those tweets and everything pretty much stood by him to the point where he the got cast hired of the movie back to quit. Yeah, he got hired back by Disney, the one group that never hires people back. He got hired back by Disney to come mm-hmm. back and film the last Guardians movie, because that's how yeah. good of a guy he is. And we're talking about a a filmmaker that I don't know if I said this last week, but if he kills a CGI raccoon, he has made characters that I might cry in the theater. Right, you might over cry a CGI over... raccoon. Yeah, you could. Um, but the one thing that worries me is that he'll try to force too much of his humor into a project like Superman, where yeah. Superman should have a little bit of levity, but not the James Gunn type of comedy right. that he does. That's the one concern I have. But I do trust James Gunn because he's a comic book savant. Yep. I mean, yeah. What His first start, he wrote, he wrote for Zack Snyder. He wrote... Um... Dawn of the Dead, right? But, but it was. I mean, the script was written by him, and there were two ghostwriters that kind of fixed okay. up the script. But that was his first script, so that's to be expected. Like that's what we see on the Snyderverse page. Is people are like, yeah, but then Zach brought in real writers to finish out the script and change it completely. They didn't change it completely. They just, they just edited it so that it was more of a movie like because james gunn had never written a movie before so they basically just were if he wrote a book and it was his first book they were the editors on the book you know the other thing i wanted to bring up with before we get into the next piece um in the rock statement he also he also said james and i have known each other for years and i've always i've always rooted for each other to succeed it's no different now and i will always root for dc and he also wrote, and Marvel to win and win big. People are taking that as maybe he wants to go to Marvel. The Rock is 50 years old. I don't know what he would do over in Marvel. The Rock has a niche audience. They're basically us that watch wrestling in the 90s. And people that are in action movies, I guess, maybe like him. I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, I, before he was in Black Adam, he was the biggest superstar that wasn't in a comic book film. Like, he was, like, as far as box office draw goes. Yes. Um, and then he released Black Adam, and the script was trash. The director should have been arrested for being near camera. Um, but, but it's but an enjoyable the movie. the movie was fun as hell. Yeah, I watched it 
I've watched it twice since it came out on HBO Max like a week ago. Um, it's enjoyable. It didn't go and anywhere. The biggest travesty, yeah, the biggest travesty is that Hawkman, Aldous Hodge, is so goddamn good in that movie. Yeah. Even if he's kind of a background character and the rock beats the shit out of him and teases him and whatnot. Uh, Aldous Hodge should be in this universe coming up. I don't know if it says Hawkman or what, Let's... but he's a great actor. And a lot of people wanted him to take over the mantle of Black Panther. Yeah. Let's talk about it. James Gunner will reveal that a few DC projects will be announced in January. What do you think James Gunn is going to keep in the DC universe? Do you think he's going to keep the Peacemaker show, that universe that he created? Yes. Or he, and the 100%. Squad? So he's yep. gonna keep he's gonna keep that. What else do you think he's gonna keep from everything else from the Snyder the Snyderverse that was created? Like I think he, like you mentioned, I think he, he will do Hawkman too. I think he will do Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot Part Three as an else world story. Okay, she won't be the main Wonder Woman in his DCU. I don't. Think I so could either. see him doing a Shazam. I could see him doing a Shazam Three, also Elseworld. And not making a part of it. The problem is, they don't have... Like, a lot of people want them, obviously, to bring back Snyder. But they don't have the money for that. They can't make Zack Snyder $250 million blockbuster right now. They don't have the money for that. But a Shazam movie can be made for $150 million. You heard a about Wonder the, Woman movie could be made for that. You heard, about that? The Rock, you heard about The Rock and Shazam, right? And he refused to be in a movie with him? Here's the thing. is I think him refusing to be in Shazam 2 which is when they wanted him to cameo, is good news for Shazam moving forward with Zachary Levi. I think think they will finish off Wonder Woman, finish off Shazam with a third movie of each, and then bring those characters into the DCU. So that Wonder Woman will probably come in at the end of his first chapter. I don't want to say phase, because that would sound like too much Marvel stuff. But I think Wonder Woman might be coming in after... His recast of Wonder Woman will be coming in in the end of the first chapter. Right. But I have no idea. Uh, it all depends on if how he, he feels about the characters. If, Shazam made money, but it didn't make a lot. So. Right. If he's gonna re- if he's gonna recast Superman, my thinking is that he's going to redo the whole entire universe. Yeah. But he's also mentioned, like you mentioned, he's um, he's mentioned the else the else worlds. He's mentioned that. Yeah, and I don't know why they, they could produce a movie, doing, a Shazam movie. So I don't, I don't know why yeah. they can't keep doing the Snyderverse stuff and not completely say, "Oh, Cavill's done." It's, uh, they already have another Joker movie going on. They have, they have other worlds going on. They have the Batman movie that has another Joker in it. So there's other uh, Elseworlds stories that are going on continually at the time of where he's going to try to do this shared universe that's going to be coming up soon that he's developing now. Um, yeah. It just, but the thing he knows the that table. we don't, the thing he knows that we don't, is how much money can they afford to spend right. on movies? And like I said, I don't. I think his Superman movie is going to be made for 175 million dollars tops. Um, and like I say, I mean the Snyder movies all were made in 2013. It was 220 million for Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, they're expensive. Has DC, has DC if you were to bring Snyder in or whatever? Has DC had a billion dollar movie yet? 
Aquaman was that a billion dollar yeah, movie? Joker. Okay. Joker, Joker and Aquaman. Joker was yeah. So yeah, that's how. Yeah. That's and how Joker's was like a fifty million dollar budget. Where Justice League should have been a billion dollar, and that's where the problem lies. It's sh- Batman versus Superman. Should've I think I mentioned it last week. Should have been a two. Should have been a two billion dollar movie if it was done right. And that's where the but problem. But they rushed it. That's where the problem lies. Yeah. And that's where they're. That's why they hired James Gunn to do this. That's why there's so mm-hmm. much bullshit going on. And finally, in news. Kind of relates to this as well. During the Super Bowl this year, there's a rumor that the Flash trailer will debut, the very first Flash trailer. That will probably be the reset yes. of everything. Um, I, I know it comes out before uh, that comes out before Aquaman and Shazam, or does Aquaman come out before that? It's uh, Shazam, Flash, Blue Beetle, Aquaman. I think they wow. should switch the Flash and Aqu. They should switch. They should move Blue Beetle to next year, or yeah. 2024 um they should move so then they can keep the character they should move aquaman up to blue beetle spot and move the flash to the end of the year so that it's a complete reset of everything that's what i would do yeah but it's already kind of locked in it's june 16 spots so and not, and not only that there's so many deals there that's why the movie will never be canceled or, or changed or anything. There's so many deals there where yeah. the movie will be, absolutely happen no matter what. Even if there's a reset, no matter what that story yep. involves, that movie's going to happen. Because um, of, because of the deals that are in place. Um, it just sucks that we're, we've lost a chance of seeing a Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton. It's, it sucks completely. Yes. But um, but hopefully they can end up doing that with maybe Ben Affleck. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I do, Down the I line, think, chapter two or three. Who yeah, knows? We'll, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, let's get into the Attitude Era rewatch. Rise War, Lowell Mass, December 22nd, 1997, the Christmas episode. Um, this was taped, it was a Christmas episode that was taped in Lowell Mass. Um, DX come down to the ring in white bathrobes. Triple H will face uh, Owen Hart after beating Shawn Michaels in a rock-paper-scissors match. Um, that's going to happen at the Royal Rumble. Um, Sean and Hunter proceed to take off their robes and they drop their boxers as Generation X censored signs cover all of their naked bodies. Um, this was, is, is shown in a lot of, um, highlight clips of DX through the years. You've seen these. Um, Sergeant Slaughter comes down and tells Sean that he hasn't defended the European title in a very long time. So tonight he will defend the title against Triple H, hinting at a rift in Degeneration X as they're fighting each other. Um... There's a clip of Santa and Stone Cold played. Uh, I was going to get some audio from it, but it was basically it was filmed the week before. Um, 
and with Stone Cold, he ends up giving an iconic stunner to Santa, which they've shown in so many clips throughout the years of Stone Cold giving stunners to people. Um, after The Undertaker defeats The Rock in a non-title match, uh, Paul Bear and Kane come down and confront The Undertaker. Undertaker goes to attack, but he hesitates, and Paul Bearer um, ends up, and Kane ends up hitting him. Um, the Undertaker reaches out to a choke slam and hesitates again and refuses, and he proceeds to get beaten down by Kane as Paul Bearer is taunting him with a microphone, telling him, I mean, this is all setting up a match that's going to happen inevitably at WrestleMania, the Inferno match. So, um, the second hour starts with Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. But as Triple H is entering the arena, Owen Hart comes down, attacks him from behind, delaying the match to the end of the night is the main event. Um, Ken, uh, after Ken, Ken Shamrock has a match, he as he's wrestling D'Lo Brown, The Rock comes out and gives Ken Shamrock an opportunity at the Intercontinental, Intercontinental title at the Royal Rumble. Um, the New Age Outlaws are in the innermost uh, bowels of the building, looking for mankind with flashlights between the matches um, and segments. Um, in the third segment... Mankind surprise attacks them, singing Christmas carols as he's beating them with objects in the boiler room. Um, the, the the outlaws lock Mankind into a walk-in freezer, and that's where that kind of ends. Um, brought up the question, what the fuck are they doing with the Gold Dust character? Pretty good character up until now. <laughs> They've changed it completely, where he's got Luna as his valet now. She just came in. Um, he's dressed all in pink. This time he's dressed as a Christmas tree. Um, and Vader comes down dressed as Santa Claus and, ta- and attacks him, setting up a match with them at the Royal Rumble. It, it just makes no sense. I don't know how long. I don't think Vader's here for much longer either. I'm not really sure. Um, no, this is 97 still, so if yeah. he's not there Probably, much longer. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, even he, was... think he made the Royal Rumble. Does okay, he? I don't know. There's like a match at the Royal Rumble, but. Yeah, maybe that was remember. maybe that was the end. Maybe that was the end of the him in the WWE. I don't know. I know he wasn't well, there. We'll find when out I next started, week. When I started watching, he wasn't there. So, um, DX come back out for the main event for the European title. Both wearing China T-shirts because they don't want to show that they're Degeneration X. Um, both of them are stretching, anticipating the first blow and getting ready for a big, huge battle. Then they go to grapple and Sean falls to the mat. Triple H runs the ropes dramatically about a dozen times before lightly falling over HPK and winning the European title. Um, DX mockingly celebrate Triple H's victory at the end of the night. Sergeant Slaughter announces that next week's Raw, Triple H will face Owen Hart for the European title and the cameras go off the air. Um, kind of a kind of a low on the total pole Raw. Of course, it was taped. It was a holiday Raw, so you're not going to expect much from it anyway. But the title did change hands. Triple H is the new European champion. And that's where Raw ends. And we will get into our spoiler review of Glass Onion.
I asked you if that song was played in the movie, and of course it was. <laughs> it was played at the end yep. in the after credits, but we'll get into it. Glass Onion, a Knives Out sequel? A Knives Out story? Is that what the main tag of it was? I can't remember. Knives Out story, yeah. Okay. Um, Because, like, also part of this movie I liked was when they just mentioned other cases that he worked on. Yes. It didn't have anything to do with the first Knives Out. I like that. But yeah, it's just, it's just placed in a new story around uh, Benoit Blanc. Yep. Um, who comes back? Uh, Daniel Craigson comes back as the main detective. Um, and God cool... damn it, does he look like he's having a lot of fun in, uh, out there. He looks like he has so much fun doing this versus Bond. You watch this where and you watch... Where he doesn't have to like, count his calories. Like <laughs> You watch this and you watch yeah. Bond and you can see how much fun he's having. You can you just know it. You know, you know he's he's chewing up the yep. scenery. He's chewing up. He's having fun. He's laughing. You can tell behind the scenes that he's just joking around and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to see. Um, like Batista lo- said. Yeah, Batista said that too. We mentioned a few weeks ago. But a lot of, a lot of great actors in this, just like the first one. Um, like we mentioned, the first one is, for to me, a better movie. Um, lots yep. of lots of, lots agree. of good mystery. Um, lots of great cameos, quick cameos in this movie. First one I wanted to bring up was Angela Lansbury and her last role. Um, of course she was the host of the ultimate murder mystery of murder she wrote in the 90s, 80s, 90s. Yep. So he brought her in as, as a, kind of as a, as a friend that was talking to him on FaceTime or Zoom. It was kind of weird, but cool. Um, yeah. Ethan, Ethan Hawke had a very, very quick, and you blink and you miss it, cameo as he's the one that brought them on the island Hugh Grant plays yes. now, <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Grant plays a character who is either the roommate or the gay lover of Benoit Blanc not really sure um, and Serena Williams has a quick cameo as well as a as a um, health instructor fitness instructor who ends up showing up on a screen being hired to oh yeah, she was in that too okay that's but yeah, right. a, lot, a lot of great actors. I will say Edward Norton and Kate Hudson, neither one of them look like they age ever. Um, oh, I, I watched uh, American History X last night, and you, did. you were correct in that. Um, yeah, he has not aged since 1999. Yeah, he looks the same. Um, Batista, I think you mentioned it when you talked about it before, Batista and his mother in the beginning of this movie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Was yelling at his mother? I mean, that... If I had the time, I would have got some well, 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 he's making a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he, Batista in this movie is a Twitch streamer. But yeah, we're not going to get into too many details about the movie. But um, suggest you watch it um, if you're listening to the review now. Um, I don't even think we're, we're not going to give the whole ending away. But uh, oh, absolutely but, not. We'll talk about but, it off pod. But yeah, yeah, the actors. I'm going to mention a few of the actors. Leslie Odom Jr. Jr. who played Henry Bur- uh, Aaron Burr in Hamilton. He had a he had a big role in this. Um, Kate has Kate Hudson, like I mentioned. Um, Agatha herself. Um, I can't remember her name. She was in this. Agatha from uh, from One Division was in this. Um, yep. uh, Janelle Monet. She played pretty much the lead of this whole entire she, thing. She was awesome, by the way. She yep. was really good in this. And there's movie. a twist. And there's a twist with her character. Uh, didn't see it coming. It's it's a very obvious twist that you see in a lot of movies. I'm not gonna bring it up. I but... fucking, I fucking love the beginning though, um, where they all get these this puzzle game and they're all on like not FaceTime. But they're all a call together, 
and they're trying to open up the boxes together, yeah. and she's not on that call, and she just takes a fucking hammer to the thing to get to the uh-huh. the end. <laughs> she's like fuck. She's like fuck this puzzle. I'll break it. So that's a, yep. uh, she had a, a lot of. There's Ryan Johnson did a lot of weird call call ups to other celebrities. At one point, Jeremy yes. Renner has a hot sauce in the movie and ends up playing a part of it. Yep. Jared Leto has a has a tequila or something named after him or uh, or kombucha. Yep. And, uh, and uh, the guys at Real Blend when they were interviewing Ryan Johnson about this, it's just you check that episode out now that you watch the it, now that you watch the movie. Even though it's okay. spoiler free, they do they talked about that and like Ryan's kind of friends with them or whatever, and he thought it would be a funny gag to have that stuff in the movie. Yeah. Um, and like I mentioned, it's basically a modern retelling of Agatha Christie's, and then there were none. Ten Little Indians. Yep. One of the one of the yep. only books I've ever read in high school because I had to. But um, basically, it's where a group of people go into a house, and people get murdered one by one. That doesn't happen in this movie, but it's kind of kind of the basis of this house being in, in a remote location. People are getting murdered. I mean, that's, you already know it's a murder mystery movie, so you know that's going to happen. But uh, you know, not I, everybody. Dies I thought at the, the way end. that person got murdered was kind of stupid. Yes, but at the same time, it was like, eh, I could see it. Like it was kind of stupid how like that little amount of whatever murdered that person. Yeah, and but uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, at the end, you find out that. Uh, I'm not going to get into too much about it, but it's pretty much dumb has done was done right. Dumb was done right. Um, showing yep. somebody being so stupid and being naive and being being uh, uh, verbose with their words. Um, <laughs> it's very interesting to see the interaction with Benoit Blanc and this character who ends up being the murderer. Um, very very interesting, very cool, and and, and it makes you feel dumb. Yes. And can I just say something real quick? Yeah. Is when the cast was announced, I knew exactly who the murderer was going to oh, be. Oh, I did too. Like, I, yeah. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> and very, very simple. This movie was very, very simple to figure out. Unlike the first yes. one. But which, but the which, twist is what happens with one of the characters, yes. which you don't expect to happen. And there's a flashback scene that happens about halfway through the movie that happens for about a half hour. And it mm. tells, you, tells you the little details of how what, what led up to them going on the island. And what happens with the murder and everything, and then and then Benoit Blanc figures everything out. So, um, yes, yeah, that's it. We're not going to give any multiple details, murders, so. multiple murders. By the way, yep, yep, multiple, yep. There's two murders in the film, but uh, for a spoiler free for a spoiler review, we haven't actually spoiled anything. Yeah, we probably didn't need to have the spoiler, but <laughs> there's a lot, and I'm tired. I don't want to try to re- re- try to talk about details right now. So yes. I'll probably miss and not be able to talk about it so let's review it the way it is do you remember what we gave knives out the we original? both gave it a four okay so we gave it a four this is not a four this is not as good um good cast although the the story is very very generic very small not as good not as in-depth um you see it coming from a mile away, a lot of it. Not just the mystery, but everything, every little nuance, every little aspect of it. Um, I'm going to give it a... I do want to rewatch it again, so I'm going to give it a three and a half. Yep. Not as bad. Okay. 
not 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 a three. Three and a half is good. Um, definitely want to see it again because once you know that once you know the ending, you kind of want to see. Did he look at her the right way? Did he do this? Did the killer? Did, did he I, do something? I told you when I did my review that this movie is is uh, made to be seen more than once. Yep. And after you watch it, it's, yeah, you need to see it more than once. Um, for me, because we don't do points, so like if the first one's a four, this would be like a three point seven. We're gonna yep. round up and give it a four also, because um, it's not as good. But I still enjoyed the hell out of it. It was fun to watch. Seeing it in theater also was a big plus with everyone around you and everyone like, like we talked about with the violent night where people were like talking, but it wasn't like the good type of talking. Right. Like when we saw this in the theater, it was like people were like clapping at parts, laughing at certain parts, stuff like that. Um, I mentioned earlier that some things were done better. I think the comedy is better in this movie than the first one. It worked for me a little bit more. Um, so I'll give this one also a four, even though I think Knives Out is a better film. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that, that's fine. We'll give it a three and a half and a four. Um, yeah, not much to say. It's uh, If you like the first one, you'll probably like this one. Don't expect to get the same, uh, same vibe as the first one. It's very different. Um, no. But yeah, it's it's decent. Go ahead and watch it. And that is it for our Christmas episode, which wasn't really that Christmassy this year, but Yeah. New England New England weather has put a lot of, put a toll on my life this week. I haven't had a time to yeah. really uh, do any Fuck living any, in New England. Yeah, fuck living in New England. Florida Florida all the way. Let's go, let's go. Let's leave. I'm done. Oh, I, need money. The, I, I I have I have something. <laughs> But that's it for the show. We will come back next week. We pushed it back. We're going to do the 2022 recap next week. Um, it's going to re- it's going to release on New Year's Day, yes. and then the week after. I have a few more movies the... I need to see. Ready to watch too. Fablemans, which yep. I watched this week. I want to review because we'll review it next week probably. Yep. Um, and I still want to see the whale if I can get it by next Friday. Yeah, I will watch. it. And then in tw- and then the first weekend, the first full week of 2023, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a preview of the whole entire year. There's a lot of stuff coming out next year, a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows. Within the first few weeks of uh, coming back, we're gonna be watching The Last of Us finally debuting on HBO. Oh, so we'll I can't be back. Wait. We'll be back in the TV vibe. I can't wait for that. A lot of good movies coming out starting in February with uh, with uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. But we'll get into all that. In a couple weeks when we do the preview for 2023 so until then we will talk to everybody merry christmas happy new year and we'll talk to everybody uh next week peace peace out <laughs>